pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to One Life Left, and this is Now Continues. Good evening and welcome to No Continues, One Life Left's weekly video game radio book club. I'm Steve Curran and I'm joined by... Anne Scantlebury. And we're going to take you through three games that are themed around building. Construction. Building or construction. We didn't have to wear hats for we it didn't. though. We are joined by a um, studio audience, studio guests. I still haven't worked out what to call them six episodes in. Just, a panel. Yeah. A panel. Uh, please welcome David. Hello. Emily. Hello. Harjeets. Hi. And Ed. Hi. Anne. Yeah. How did you get on with building this week? Um, so before the show started, you said, oh, so we're going to be talking about uh, Minecraft, Tetris, and uh, Bridge Builder, um, and we're going to discuss how much we like them. Yeah, not so much. Really? Yeah. What went wrong? Um, I, I don't think I like constructing Okay, well, we'll find out more about that um, later in the show. David, did you have a happier time? Uh, Well, I was was really looking forward to to, to playing them, um, but I I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't play them? I didn't play... No, I did play them. I was looking forward to playing... uh, I looked forward to playing them, but... I'll tell you what. I didn't enjoy You gather your thoughts. Ed, how did you get on with the games this week? Um, Well, I decided... The, I knew I was going to have to play some construction games, so what I did to get into the spirit of it was uh, to sit on my glasses and break those, so I had to reconstruct those this week, which is... Uh, <laughs> okay, so a I practical got, building. But I, uh, I get on less well with reconstructing my glasses, which is still broken, than I did with the games, which mostly I enjoyed. Okay, Harjeet. Hi there. Hello, had a, had a good week with video games? Yes. Um, got my Game Boy out, my old school Game Boy, to play Tetris, which okay. was fun. E- establishing your credibility right from the start. Yep, I'm retro. Was it every bit as good as you remembered? Yes. Did you break any high scores? Almost, I think. Okay, well, more of that in our Tetris section, which will be first. <laughs> Emily! Hello! You're back. I'm back, hurrah! Uh, and you played three video games this week. I did, I did. And I played, well, I played with some physical Lego. <gasps> Really? Extracurricular yeah. work? Yeah. Bonus uh, <laughs> levels? Okay. And did you find any parallels between your virtual experience and your real-life experience? Well, I, th- I read on a forum that Minecraft 
had been compared to Lego. So I thought if I start off with Lego, okay. maybe maybe I would be amazing at Minecraft. Okay, well, we'll find out more about that in uh, Section 3, which is when we'll be talking about that game. But first we're going to have a piece of music, then we'll be back after this to talk about Tetris. Listening to One Life Left, no continues, uh, and we're about to talk about Tetris. Who wants to lead with some information about Tetris? Does, does anyone want to tell us exactly what you do in the game? Because I'm sure all of our listeners will be familiar uh, with it, but just in case there is someone who isn't. Anyone? Well, the, the simplest thing is that there are blocks composed of four, like four squares, make up a different shaped piece. Right, tetraminos. Yes, that's a good word. Um, like it. And then they fall down and you have to try and arrange them to make a line. And when you get them in a line, the line disappears. Okay. And then more, more tetraminos. More, they keep falling down. So you've got, a, you've got a square that they fall into, which I think they call the well or a matrix. And um, you've got to avoid them building up to the top because as soon as they get to the top, that's it. It's over. Faster and faster. Uh, Anne, you've uh, <laughs> opened Tetris, the Wikipedia page, haven't yes. you? Uh, when was Tetris made? Can you, can you tell us that? Uh, first, I, first I can design. tell you. It was, it was released uh, four days after I was born. Interesting. First, uh, first ah, design, interesting. In, uh, first released in... S- uh, 6th of June, 1984. And uh, designed by... Alexei Pajnodov. Okay. Etc. Okay, not Emily's father. <laughs> two, two different uh, things <laughs> that have... <laughs> have matured over the last 26 years and we will be directly comparing them over the next quarter of an hour. Harjeet, Hi. you had an old school Game Boy. Yes. And you've been uh, reacquainting yourself with that this week. Yep. Tell, tell me some of your favourite things about Tetris. I just, well, um, it was like the first, ge- I got a Game Boy like after, like a year after it came out and Tetris was the only game I had for like six months but it was the only game I ever needed I thought. It's just, it's so addictive. You, you could just play it over and over again and again. Okay. It just well, get why boring. do you think that is? Why does why does the group think that Tetris is addictive? Uh, 
it's quite it's quite simple. It's kind of a, it's, but it's um, a, it's something that you can build. You keep building on, and you know your previous goes. You kind of want to get score higher and higher. Like I guess I guess if you play it, like even if you if you, even if you've been playing it for for fifty years, you'll never complete it. So uh, even if you're the highest ranking player in the world, mm. you can you can always do better. There's always a way of getting better, yeah. uh, and it's very, very simple. Anything else? We've, we've talked before on this show about um, how many games involve making order out of chaos, mm. and Tetris is kind of infinite chaos. There's always another plot that you have to find the right space for to get to kind of get continue on in the game, and maybe that's part of it. That there's it, it's never ending, but you're you're always trying to kind of get things nice and neat and lined up and. It get, it's, I get a feeling, sense of frustration when I'm playing it that sometimes if you get the blocks in the wrong order and you get one that won't nicely fit into the space you have and you have to have like a line where one or two blocks are left, there's a real sense of frustration about that and mm. satisfaction if you manage to get like five in a row where you don't do that. Humans, we are compelled yeah. to tidy up and this is sort of uh, the ultimate video game about tidying up, right? But it's also about construction, isn't it? Yeah, I guess it, there's there's a kind of uh, tessellation aspect of it, you know, the actual fitting the tiles together to actually mm. complete the structure. But it's only once you complete completed the structure that the structure disappears. So, yeah, I, I I wasn't sure what you meant when you were saying it was building game, but then of course I played it, and it's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, David. Um, a lot of uh, our listeners have said though that they think it's actually a destruction game, deconstruction mm. game, destruction. Works uh, as well. de- yeah, both, <laughs> both of those games, uh, rather than being a construction game, but. You have to construct in order to, to destruct, so mm. hell, it can be both. It can be both. Yeah, and it will be both. Just thinking one more thing about why it's so compelling. I, know, I, I was wondering, is it possible to... I suppose you, you, you have the playing screen and, and um, you clear as many lines as you can, but is it possible to, to clear the screen completely? Because I've often found that you, you, you might clear everything except the bottom row and then there's maybe a couple of squares. Uh, so it's always frustrating, even if you're playing it Incredibly, like mm-hmm. there's always something, yeah, slightly uh, untidy about it all, and it's the whole kind of tidiness. Sort of quest for perfection, perfection yeah. in that sense. Yeah, I, I think. Sorry, um, I'm like just generally quite a tidy person, and so I'm like really when I play it, I just I have to make sure everything is totally neat. And I've got to stage like plenty of times where I think have to complete it completely. And when you're sort of at level five and you just get that ultimate blank screen, it's just you get such a sense of satisfaction. What is, the, what is the most satisfying moment in Tetris? It's when you clear... Uh, I, it, I, I suppose it's... Oh, God, maybe this is sexual. Jesus. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking when you get the, uh, when you get the, the, the straight line of blocks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I've never thought about this. And, and, and it goes down. And it goes into... Yeah, you know what I'm going to say? It goes into a, a line-shaped... <laughs> In, in the blocks, and then it clears four blocks. Oh, but if it is Jesus. sexual, what kind of metaphor is that? That it, it goes in and then destroys. <laughs> Bang! Gone. We've learned, we've learned too much about David. I, I find it more satisfying when um, there's like, there's been a mistake and there's a gap, and things keep coming, and I'm building up more lines on top of it, and then I can actually access, you know, that. I've I've got rid of the lines on top of it, so I can finally get rid of it. So it's not necessarily clearing the lines; it's making it ordered. If I've made a mistake, it's going backwards into. So you enjoy the struggle, while yeah. David enjoys the conquest. <laughs> <laughs> 
What did you enjoy about Tetris? <laughs> I'm not a very tidy person. Okay. Uh, and so I'm kind of like, eh, it doesn't fail, just put it over there. Mm. And then obviously I lose quite frequently. Like, they just build up and build up and build up because I'm like, well, I'll just put it over there. It doesn't really matter, I'll just put it over there. I guess that one kind of fits over Do you there. still get it, though, as a compelling experience? I totally get it, and I think it's more to do with, like, rhythm and... Uh, like the patterns that it creates rather than uh, the sense of achievement and the sense of completing anything it's just more like it's hypnotic rather than mm-hmm. um, I don't know rather than a, an, it doesn't it doesn't make me want to complete it I'm like ah well um, patterns is an interesting thing isn't it you're you're looking at the Wikipedia thing there yeah. on effective Tetris on the brain yeah um, so like th- just reading this now there's two pretty significant uh, like studies on Tetris and I, I, I just wonder like what other games have been studied to that degree like it's obviously mm. a pretty substantial uh, video game in like popular culture and and then also in academia now um but this uh one of them is brilliant so uh, an oxford university research group um they asked for healthy volunteers to play tetris soon after viewing traumatic material in a laboratory which is nice to do on a sunday um <laughs> and then uh and then they uh, uh, play back those scenes uh, the following week, and it's believed that the computer game may disrupt the memories that are retained um, of the sights and sounds witnessed at the time. So it sort of uh, stops post-traumatic stress disorder, which is pretty brilliant. Right. So if something awful happens, just make sure you've got your game board. It is a game that gets in your head, isn't it? Mm. Who here, who in this room had Tetris head after seeing, after playing it? That sort of feeling where you close your eyes and you can still see the blocks. Did anyone get that? I, I get that. I, I, it also it brought, brought back that when um, I was playing Pac-Man mm. right at the beginning, um, I kept actually waking up feeling like I was in Pac-Man. Really? Like going, I honestly can do the maze route now, I think, without actually having to play it. So it's the same kind of feeling. But I think you have to play it a lot um, to get that. There's something about the music of it, I think. Uh, cause I, remember, I can remember playing it on the Game Boy, and then it does, it's just incessant. Mm. Um, but then the version I was playing this week, it was a silent version, and there was just something kind of missing. I actually kind of got, I was playing it better, but I got more bored. Did, did you not suffer any of that, Harjeet, the, the game worming its way into your head like an earworm? Um, maybe a little bit, but I don't know. I, I used to play it loads when I was younger. Maybe it's just constantly there. It's constantly been there in my life. Like, I don't know, I didn't... I know when I was a kid I used to play it a, a, a lot too, and I would then go and um, I'd be reading afterwards and I would see the gaps between words and in paragraphs as... Tetris blocks, I would be rotating those. My eyes would focus differently. No, I never really got that, no. Did you have anything like that? I didn't. I wonder if it's... So the version I play was on the iPod Touch, so mm. it's very different to a version I was play, I played when I, I was a kid or the version of the hard you played this time on the Game Boy, because you're... On the control system is you're, you drag the blocks across the screen with your finger or you drag them down to slot in, and maybe that... I, I do remember there being something about just the physicality of holding it and feeling like you're actually just you're in control of a crane or something rather than actually directly kind of dragging the box across the screen, which didn't kind of feel as satisfying somehow. Um, it was the, it also the whoever's done the version for the iPod Touch it is quite rubbish. The music <laughs> is, if you're listening, yeah, yeah. The, the, it's got really awful 
dance music instead of the uh, nice one you had on the old Nintendo version. So um, I, I, I think Tetris, one of the reasons it's, it's so uh, satisfying is it appeals to a very basic part of our personality. Uh, and it appeals to that sort of tessellation I think you mentioned earlier, yeah. right? Uh, one of the first games you always play as a kid is like trying to get the right shape in the right hole, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is this is uh, evokes that surely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good. Um, <laughs> I was I, I, I don't know, there was, I, I, I don't worry about. I, mean, I, I guess there's there's that kind of uh, that, that, that sense of making order. I uh, there, there's there, there's articles on the internet. I was reading something the other day that. Uh, that, that, that compares it to, to a, a Sisyphean task, right? Saying that it's it's um, it's kind of comparable to life. Life it makes no sense. I'm, I'm, I don't want to go off on Sisyphus, the chap who had to roll the boulder off. Yeah, yeah. So it's just incessant. It's incessant. But whereas he was forced to, yeah, and he should never get to the end. he got to the end, and then it would roll back down. Yeah, just roll back down. Yeah. But this is something you choose to do time and time again. So it's it's it's. Engaging with pointlessness. A lot of um, a lot of games uh, press. When I read about a puzzle game, it says, "Could this be the next Tetris?" And it never is. It hasn't been since 1984 when this sort of genre began. Almost. Is it possible to make a game better than Tetris in this genre? Well, they, the version I was playing actually has the kind of the next Tetris built in. There's another version which it adds. Um, special items that you collect um, as you kind of uh, clear. Uh, lines of blocks, it gives you certain items, like there's a, a bubble, wrap, bubble wrap button appears, and at a certain point you can press it, and then it turns the blocks into bubble wrap, and you tap the screen and pop it. And it all just seemed a bit redundant, like they were just trying to add new features because they could, rather than it actually made it a more interesting game. Yeah, no, I... Uh, yeah, I I don't think it's a perfect... I, I think of it... I, I always think of it as being a, a puzzle game. Mm. I don't think it's a perfect... I don't, th- I don't think really, really think it's a perfect game. There's always something. Um, sometimes I feel like the game kind of cheats me. The, the way you can move blocks when they hit the bottom, and then you can slightly move it to the left. That always seems like mm. an afterthought. It kind of you, you can't do that on Harjit's version on the original Game Boy Tetris. Really? It's it's when the blocks hit yeah, the ground when, after a certain length of ground. time, they just okay. drop. On yeah. the new versions of Tetris, as in officially licensed versions of Tetris by the Tetris Company, you can rotate infinitely at the bottom of the well. It's, rotate infinitely. Yes. Yeah, so if if a block hits the bottom, you can just keep rotating it until you're satisfied with it. Okay. And that's an official rule now, but it wasn't in the original Game Boy version. I don't like that. I think I th- I think that's flawed as well. But I think that basic core of Tetris yeah. is. I think it's as close to perfection within a genre as there's likely to be. I think it hits everything that these things need to do. I think it's really original. It's like the first of it, you know, sort of its game. And I think a lot of games now, they kind of build on elements of Tetris Mm. and try to improve that but it's just it's simple and easy what's interesting to me as well is that people question whether this is a building game and to me it's obviously a building game it's all about foundation structure and the fact that yes things disappear is almost you know irrelevant you're trying to build the most compact thing you can get what's more interesting is is it a puzzle game i mean i guess there's an element that you can see what at least one block ahead so there's part of this sort of a puzzle in the way you construct it you you kind of are almost building your own puzzle and because you can see you you see the solution coming so mm-hmm. you build the problem to fit the solution so in a way i guess it's maybe the reverse of a puzzle game but you i guess it's like a time limited like like the the yeah it's a time limited uh, puzzle game you're the, the, the big thing you're up against is is time and your own your own mistakes it's a it's a puzzle game where the the sort of um, 
the uh, conditions or the elements are constantly changing. They're out of your control. You're just being thrown these objects. Yeah. And you could be incredibly unlucky and, and have, you know, there is no single solution to this. Yeah, I guess it depends on whether the game's random, uh, whether, because I, I, I'm unsure as to whether the game actually, you know, feeds you blocks based on how well you're doing or whether mm-hmm. it's purely random. Uh, I, guess I believe it, it's pseudo random. So. Pseudo random. <laughs> yeah. It's quite an intense game, actually, because you look away for a moment, you get distracted. Um, that's it. You could have missed your opportunity to think about where you're going to place a block. So it's quite an intense puzzle, mm. I think. Agreed. <laughs> it's so easy to get lost in it. Though. I was playing it on the tube, like, on my way to work, and, like, the journey to work just went so quickly. By the time, like, you know, I'd reached work, I'd sort of died because i got to whatever level it's just it engrosses you it's just unbelievable so it's a building game that destroys time yes <laughs> perfect uh you can email into uh, one life one life left by emailing team at one life left and you can also tweet at us at one life left we'll have a bit of music and then we'll be back after this to talk about bridge builder Left. No continues on Resonance 104.4 FM. We are a video game radio book club. Still confuses me. Still confuses me too. This is episode six, and it is in fact the last episode of No Continues. No, no continues. Yes. No. Oh, etc. Et uh, Haji, you had a question for everyone, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, Best sorry. Score on Tetris. Best scores. Six hundred and twenty. Wow. So, that's just a number then. Infinity <laughs> 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 plus one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like negligible. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, how did you get on numerically? I think I did pretty well, but I mean, asking what score I got is a bit like asking some well, other personal many, number how figures. Many lines? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not sure, like, what is a good figure to be considered. Does anyone know the record? Yeah. Does it say that on Wikipedia? So I know that... Well, Haji, what did you get? I got, this time round, the highest score I got was 111 lines. Pretty good. 
I think my personal best has been 123 lines. Okay, this is original Game Boy Tetris, so if you want to compete with Haji, you know what you're going for now. <laughs> I know that on the uh, DS version of Tetris, which came out a few years ago, my high score was 3,333 lines. <laughs> uh, uh, at which point I gave up because I realised... Yeah, it's probably it's not getting any harder, and I could still be there playing it now because of that rotation thing. There is a point at which you know you're never ever gonna end the on game. the DS version. Do the does the sort of speed get the speed ramps up to a certain point, but after that it doesn't get it can't get any faster, mm. and the blocks are coming down instantly. But you can also rotate them infinitely and always find somewhere for them to go. So there's no threat, no challenge, and that's why it's broken. But your Game Boy version still perfect, I think. <laughs> Thanks. So. <laughs> Bridge Builder. Who wants to uh, start off? Who wants to lead the conversation about Bridge Builder? Ed? Uh, I really like Bridge Builder. It's the best sort of fun. Educational fun, as we all know. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, David, what do you do in Bridge Builder? You build bridges. Oh, brilliant. Badly. Do you mean metaphorical, emotional bridges between communities? Uh, bridges between one bank of a river and another bank. Very physical bridges. Though. Physical, yeah. Okay. Purely physical. And a... Uh, uh, Either a train or two cars have to be able to pass the bridge without the bridge collapsing into the river. I love the way that you could get a first-person perspective on the car cruising towards the (laughs) river you were supposed to have built a bridge over, but it collapsed under its own weight, and you just plunge into the abyss. So how do you build a bridge, I I mean, in the game? Uh, you, You select points, and then you drag materials from one point to the other, and... Um, just, just, just do this until so it So you, you place girders and you build sort of, t- you, you get the tension correct and you just... Uh, well, I don't know. You see, I played it so badly. Every, every bridge except one collapsed. <laughs> uh, I, I, I had, I had ideas for my bridges, but they, they, they came to nothing. Like, I, I had dreams. I was going to build <laughs> these stone pillars coming up from the riverbed and I was going to, like, hang the bridges off there. And right. They just, they, they just wouldn't let me. That's right, isn't it? You get pivots to build your uh, bridges from and you have to use this sort of yeah, landscape from... and the amount of materials you've got to bridge this chasm. Yeah. Does does strike me as something you might do in a physics lesson. Mm. Well, I, I thought, actually, if I'd been able to play this in a physics lesson, I might have found physics more interesting. Mm. Um and the only thing, actually, I think they could even add more educational stuff to it. They could, they could have a button that actually shows you what the tensions are, like numerically, and that might be quite a good way to teach kids to do something rather than just having like drawing lines on the board and going, "This is what tension is." You can actually see how it would affect something, which is I quite like, but maybe it's not doesn't necessarily make the funniest game for everyone. But it isn't the physics lesson; it is no. a game. Uh, Emily, well, I I I feel like maybe I've played a wrong version. I played a version on an engineering website. <laughs> um, it was on some really nice retro-y graph mm-hmm. kind of um, thing. It was You view it side on and then you press T to test it and these small orange creatures come along and fall down. Yeah, it's the same principle. It's the same one. Um, beca- yeah, so I felt like actually it would probably would be very useful um, in order to uh, learn about physics. Although... Perhaps from doing it, I wasn't really aware of the 3D nature of it. The way that I was viewing it, it was all 2D, drawing it mm. from a two, you know, th- from a 2D perspective. I think the 3D is largely just there to make it look pretty. I think largely the principles of it are based on like two-dimensional. Mm. The bridges are never wider than, at least in the levels I played, are never wider than one thing across, and you can't tilt them funny ways, and they never seem, they never sway side to side like the Millennium Bridge did. They only <laughs> sort of wobble about in a two-dimensional plane. 
Did you enjoy the game, Harjeet? I'm a terrible person. I didn't play it seriously. I kind of played it in the same way we played Quop last <laughs> week. That I wanted the bridge to fall in spectacular ways so I could laugh at cars going into the water. Sorry. Okay. Did that work? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no me. apology if you if you enjoyed the experience. Then it's it definitely a success, did. Right? I mean, it was good. Like I built one bridge, and it's like, yay, cars going past. But then on the second one, when I saw it collapse, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> so you prefer destruction to construction? Yeah. Interesting. Knocking things down to building them up. I think the, the one problem I did have with it is that the, it doesn't actually give you that much feedback on what you've done wrong. It tells you you can see whether like the stress bits appear in a bridge, but without actually going and teaching yourself some real physics, at a certain point it's quite hard to diagnose the problems within the game zone interface. But, but I mean, luckily, obviously because it is an online game and you've got the internet, there are a lot of forums where people do post pictures of pretty bit bridges or pictures <laughs> of, you know, cheap bridges or, you know, so you can go and take cues from those, which I did try and do, though I didn't manage to get anything over a bridge. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I played it seriously for about an hour and I honestly couldn't build a bridge. I don't know what that says. Did you find it frustrating or interesting uh, or both maybe no i was really frustrated i was trying everything triangles like i that maybe that's the same thing it says you know triangles help so i was doing triangles at the top triangles at the bottom <laughs> yeah i was very very annoyed with myself david do you have much <laughs> success in building bridges I, I built the first bridge and then the second bridge just collapsed so again, ed again. you're the only bridge builder here yeah i, I got to medium seven and then oh, that's wow. not good enough. unless wow. Anne, you no i mean like i built a bridge i didn't care <laughs> <laughs> i stopped building bridges it just wasn't interesting to you no well. and i was really confused why that was because i loved playing sim city so much which like i kind of thought that there were similarities you're basically placing things uh, in in the right place and and trying to make things work and I don't know I guess that for me it felt like with that there was an element of construction but it had a bigger picture to it whereas this I just don't care if a car <laughs> goes across a bridge like I don't bridges in real life are fine some of them are nice they're okay to go across when you're on them like but other but than that I just don't care you see I think that that's where something Emily just said is quite interesting that the forums are full of people saying how how do you build the bridge more cheaply or how can you make it more beautiful you know different types of bridges mm. and stuff and in that sense there are similarities with tetris in that it's kind of like an endless game you can solve the puzzles fine you can keep going but the challenge is to solve them in an elegant way or to um beat the goals that you set yourself yeah i definitely found that there were levels where i did manage to complete the bridge but they'd i'd been offered other materials and i hadn't used them because i just stuck with what i knew and i felt like i was sort of letting myself down i was like there's clearly some more something more interesting that i could have done here but instead i've just stuck with the basics i've learned so far hmm. Hmm. um with what is the one where you make roller coasters do you get to actually build the roller coasters in the game you mean yeah roller coaster tycoon yeah do you actually get to build the roller coasters? Because that would yeah, be good Yeah, you get to fun. design them. Yeah, because that's great, because roller coasters are fun. Bridges are not fun. They just go across. Because <laughs> yeah. in roller, to roller Coaster Tycoon, as I recall, you get to design them to the level of you can make them lethally dangerous yeah, and get people br- to die. Brilliant. Um, but, like, I don't know. So it's just two, two physics lessons yeah. for you. Um, hmm. Yeah. So, but if it was... But if it was more exciting, like, I don't... Like, basically, I just want roller coasters. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Okay, cool. Well, we're going to play another piece of music and then after this we'll talk about Minecraft.
This is One Life Left, no continues. It's a spin-off show from One Life Left. We are a book game club. We talk about games as if they were books. <laughs> so far today we've talked about Tetris and we've talked about Bridge Builder. The theme today is building. Uh, but we're now going to talk about Minecraft. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How did you get on with Minecraft, Anne? Uh, I, look, Steve, this is the thing. I just don't really like construction games because <laughs> there's no joy. Where's the joy? <laughs> so, just, how, how would you have made... You would have made Bridge Builder more interesting by turning it into a roller coaster builder? Correct. Right, okay. Tetris... Uh, you thought it was interesting enough, but you could make it more interesting by... Adding boy bands. <laughs> answer to everything. Yep. <laughs> and Minecraft, what did it need more of? Um, I was playing the classic version, not the beta version. Mm-hmm. I think I would have much preferred the beta version because it had people and monsters and mm-hmm. etc. in mm-hmm. it. And Whereas just putting bricks down, who cares? <laughs> right, okay. Okay, uh, who wants to explain what Minecraft is? Who wants to start? Uh... Minecraft is a game where you have to mine and craft things. Um, so you're in a three-dimensional world and you can destroy blocks. Or, well, you sort of destroy them but pick them up at the same time and then you can put them down and build new structures with them. And Well, that's about the limit of what you can do on the free one, but if you get the one for £15 or something, you then are actually have a reason to build things because at night zombies come so you need a secure house and you can get um build weapons and things to hit the zombies with Mm -hmm. um so that's roughly what the game is and once you there are blocks there are very basic blocks around the world uh, um, but you pick up different types of blocks and then you can craft them together to make new things so you get wood you turn it into planks you turn the planks into sticks then you get coal on the sticks and you make fire so there's a free version on the website. Is that the one that you all played? Yeah. 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 And there's a paid version which has more stuff yeah. in it, or, you know, and a threat as well. I so see. monsters don't come out at all in the classic version? Not no. as far as I'm aware. Okay, I never saw any monsters. <laughs> you just thought they were scared of you and stuff. <laughs> okay. So um, how did you get on with uh, Minecraft, Harvey? I really enjoyed it. Um, I kind of felt like um, Kevin MacLeod building stuff on Grand Designs. I made this beautiful glass, obscure building type of thing and like made like an underground type of level. And um, I thought it was amazing. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to see what other people are doing because loads of friends were saying, oh, you can build incredible things. So I looked at some YouTube videos and it's incredible. Like the structures that I'd seen people make, it just kind of, I felt a bit daunted by it thinking, oh, I don't want to try and, and do something as great as that because I'll fail. But then I thought, oh, it's really inspirational. I definitely want to carry on and build things. Yeah, the one thing I couldn't understand was um, when you put the blocks down, the blocks are all of, like, a uniform size. So if you wanted to build a roof on a house, how would you do that? How would you get the block? What would support the block that makes the roof, if you see what I mean, or the blocks I that make the I kind of roof? just made a flat roof type of thing. It was very artistic, art gallery-esque. <laughs> there isn't... I'm pretty sure there isn't really gravity in it for the blocks. You can oh, okay. put unsupported blocks up in the air. I think I'm right in saying um, you, you like we all fall down, but I think you can put blocks up. I okay. think if you make a structure high enough and then destroy the blocks around it, it might float in the air. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> it's it interesting no because the, the game used to have realistic physics, yeah, there, and it was stripped out for the. Um, for the you know benefit of the game, oh, okay. which 
is almost, it makes it exactly the opposite of bridge builder yeah. in that sense. It's two different types of construction, one realistic and one playful. Yeah, I, I didn't really build anything at all in mine. Like, I, I didn't realise that you could build stuff for a while. Like, whenever I pressed the mouse, something would get destroyed. And, and, and this, this did nothing for me until I realised I could destroy the ground under my feet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, David and I had pretty much the same experience. I think it was down to the mouse, because it said left-click, right-click. Well, mm. clicking on my mouse just made things, ba- just bashed things, basically. And the first thing I did was just bash at the ground and then start jumping, thinking, oh, how am I going to get out? Yeah. One yeah. I see. But did you, did you get past that point of digging yourself well, into a hole? What I did was I built, I smashed then the ground to try and build steps out again uh, and I went and explored underneath in these like layers that you know the the little underground caverns that I found so I had a nice explore okay. I didn't really build anything you didn't uh, Anne what did you do in the world of Minecraft oh again like destruction put down a few bricks wandered around planted some like flowers okay and then so something positive yeah these guys were just breaking yeah <laughs> Then, a, a, you know, a bit of joy with flowers, and then was like, oh, flowers. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I gave up. But I, we understand that you didn't get the point, because there was no goal, really, maybe. Yeah. I think, and no, like, uh, nothing to connect me to it. I didn't, I mean, it was me, because it, it's from my point of view, it's me building, and mm-hmm. I'm not very good at building. Um, and I didn't have anybody there. You don't have to roleplay in these games. You don't have <laughs> oh. to take your own weaknesses through. Wait, into the... I didn't have to wear like the overalls and everything. Well, oh, you can do. Um, yeah, there wasn't anybody else to interact with there. I wasn't building it for anybody. I, don't, I just didn't really. I didn't engage with it. It didn't. You know, it didn't place me there. Okay. Whereas the, the, the beta version, of course, is uh, community-based, yeah. games, so that we all, we all could be building in the same world and mm. building objects and temples to show to each other, and, you know, I could build a big statue of it. It's called an indie game, though, isn't it? It is called yeah, an indie game. Yeah, I'm not sure if I want to be hanging out in an indie game. <laughs> that, that kind of put me off as soon as I read that, if I'm honest. Yeah. Can I just check? Like, this is something that I didn't really know. But if, when you break things, are you just collecting them? Uh, you, so, so when you, you break something down, then it, it, the material yeah. appears you in front of you, which you can collect and then place somewhere else. Oh, okay. Or you can then, or yeah, combine it with other materials to make new materials that you wouldn't find naturally occurring. Sure. Okay. Which is, I should have had a more collecting yeah. kind of action. It, it was quite unf- the interface was quite, I thought, unforgiving. Yeah. Like it just dumps you into it, and there's no real explanation for what you're supposed to be doing. And so it took me... I probably played it for a couple of hours, so one year out smashing things. <laughs> and then I uh, went and got hold of the uh, paid version and um, started reading up on it and actually started, really started getting into it once I sort of understood the mechanics of it and thought, actually, this is quite... It's quite neat that you have to go and find all these different things to make new structures that do different things, and you can end up getting things like you can get dynamite to blow up zombies, and yeah, it's, some, it's, it's, it's the crafting aspect, together, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That I mean, it seems that you guys have just about touched on the mining aspect. As in, <laughs> you've dug straight down, you found some caverns, and I don't know. I, I've, I sense that that left you a little nonplussed, although you, you there is that exploration element. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, the, but I mean, I'm sure. It's been said the graphics aren't amazing, mm-hmm. so it's not about you going and exploring. That's not really what what's great about the game. Well, I think 
I, I don't know. I don't think that's right. Really? I found like the control method a bit off-putting because I was borrowing to the center of the, to, to, to the center of the earth. But then when I tried to run down any of the tunnels that I saw, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. And I guess maybe I should have jumped. Or I should have just mm. destroyed some more blocks to make a bigger tunnel. Yeah. Um, the, I, but it was just yeah. The, the the control mechanism is unforgiving and a bit clunky. To, to Emily's point about this not being a, uh, you know, the, the graphics being uh, rudimentary, perhaps, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that's necessarily true, or at least it, it's not something that works against it. I think it works in its favour. I think the graphics are distinctive, um, but they the world is your own. Like, it's completely unique. It's always generated. Every time you play it, you, no one else will have explored that landscape that you played. And the same with you, David. And so that feeling of um, digging through a hillside and coming in, you know, finding a huge cave and seeing where that leads and then that opening up onto an ocean and there being an island in the distance, whether or not that looks absolutely photorealistic or is composed of these distinctive blocks, I don't think it matters. I think it's still about exploration. That's the thrill for me. Yeah. It's a bit less exciting than doing it in real life, though. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of... With with these three games, I think Minecraft was definitely the one that I kind of felt like had no real purpose mm. to me. Tetris, actually, good for the brain, good for you to problem-solve, improves your reasoning, critical thinking, etc. Uh, you know, bridge-building, maybe I could actually become a person who designs bridges <laughs> if I practice it. Or at it. least learn about physics. Which, exactly. You know, you exactly. Minecraft, life. not quite sure what I'm taking away I with think it. With I it. really liked it because I love Animal Crossing and I kind of saw the similarities. I think you make your own purpose in it. You think, oh, I'm going to build a town. I'm going to make it amazing. Um, so yeah, that's kind of why I liked it because I saw the potential. It can be something amazing if you've got that drive to make something amazing. Isn't it? You said you you got some Lego to play with. Mm. Isn't it just similar to that? Like, what is the purpose of playing with Lego? It's the same. I suppose it's the, yeah. It is the same thing. You've got, but I I suppose I'm just more of a physical person. Mm-hmm. I like I like really like model making. Phys- the physical aspect of making the model, ma- doing the model making. Right. It's doing doing this on the computer screen. In it, I know it's meant to be three D, but it's not, and you're outside of it and you're not really there you don't hear things and and i don't know i just i didn't get it yeah the, like the worlds might be um potentially kind of infinitely complex but then they're utterly empty as well I and mean, this is a classic version so mm. even if you build something amazing you've got no one to show it to all you can do is just destroy it yourself <laughs> yeah and plunge into I, the mines again i am um, i i do agree with what you're saying in that i played the the classic version a long time ago uh, before it blew up and became super super popular and didn't get it at all like yeah. i didn't understand this purpose of creating uh, to, to no end but the exploration that's been added since uh somewhat combined with the threat which ed has experienced in the in the paid for version as well and the community of, yeah. of being able to build something yeah. and know that someone else is going to walk past this so essentially like having a lego set in a big world of joined Lego villages. That's yeah. compelling to me. I, I also think that the exploration is not necessarily so much about exploring the physical world in terms of kind of, oh look, there's an ocean, there's trees. It's more about from certainly from talking to people who've played it a lot more than I have, about the way sometimes the world behaves in ways you wouldn't necessarily expect and sometimes kind of odd funny things happen. I guess that ties into the community of people kind of sharing things and uh, <laughs> someone showed me a, 
good video of someone who just built this um, amazing wooden cabin, and he uh, just uh, he'd also at this around the same time discovered how to make fire, <laughs> and he was de- demonstrating to his friends on YouTube, look, oh, this is how you make fire. It made fire, and as he was doing it, he managed to he was like, there's the fire burning, and there's like, why is the fire going everywhere? And he burnt down his house as he I was watched exploring that video. it. It made me feel yeah. really sad because I kind of thought, oh, all that effort. It was a, a beautiful, beautiful building that he'd made, and just to accidentally set it on fire, it's kind of like, yeah. I think the game was kind of too free, like, there weren't enough parameters, you know, there, there wasn't enough physics. And mm-hmm. also, like, from what I could see, you could destroy everything around you, or you could collect everything around you. You could. Uh, so, in a sense, the game was possibly, it was uh, an utterly empty world. Like with no rules other than the gravity of your own character, if if that makes sense. The paid version does have you have like life you can lose in the paid version. Okay. So in the free one, you can burrow down to the core of the earth and hit lava, and you're just kind of stuck down there. Yeah. Um, you have to respawn. But in the the paid one, if you dig down to the bottom and hit the lava, you're on top of some lava, so you rapidly die and have to start again. Yeah. But oh, and then you, if you fall off tall things, you die. And similarly, so it has a few more of the restrictions that the free one doesn't have. Sure. Okay, uh, we're going to have a little piece of music now for about uh, 100 seconds, and then after that we will be back. We'll try and talk about how these games are connected, uh, about construction in general, and then we will finish No Continues forever. (gasps) One, two, three, four. Okay, okay, I think we're done, I think we're done. And uh, just, just one more second, one more thing. left and this is no continues on resonance 104.4 fm that piece of music acts as a trailer for season seven yep. of one life left which will be coming up in a few weeks time um, we're very 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 excited about it but we have some other business to contend with first and that's this which is no continues our book game club today we've been talking about tetris yes and bridge builder and minecraft and our panel have had their say about the games and the theme was uh, building today um, Ed, what do you think you've learned about building? Um, well, I've learned that clearly not everyone enjoys it. Um, I, th- I, th- I think something I learned relatively late when playing Minecraft is that um, 
the, it, well, it wasn't the, the just building and deconstructing things I didn't find that interesting yet. but when I realised you could craft and instead of just building on up or, build, or digging down you could actually put things together that kind of opened up a whole new aspect of that, that game for me so it was clearly not just not just about building in the sense of building a structure but kind of finding different things and combining them and seeing what they did together I found quite interesting so building is a satisfying yeah. game mechanic but it requires an end goal like yeah. building just in and of itself may not be enough yeah I'd say that was fair that you want to if, uh, if I was building bridges just to build the nicest bridge um, I wouldn't be that excited by it but I, I like seeing the train go across the bridge <laughs> building, that's good Haji, how did you feel about building games? Um, not my favourite theme, I'm afraid. Um, I think with Bridge Builder, I guess I like games which sort of take you away from reality, and I kind of felt with Bridge Builder it wasn't fantasy enough for me, if that kind of makes sense. Right, I see. So if it had been uh, Harry Potter's train on its way to the... Yeah, I felt like it needed more of a... Story behind every passenger in that train. Yes. What you're about to do. That's a magic train. It wouldn't need a bridge. It could just fly. Is that right? (laughs) I'm not not familiar with J.K. Rowling's universe. If there was, like, a baby on that train or something, I think... Needs to get there. Yeah, I think I'd be more willing to build bridges. Would Tetris be better with a backstory? I mean, it doesn't... (laughs) I mean, I'm being slightly facetious, but Tetris is a complete abstraction as well, right? With a very, very small rule set, and yet you still find that compelling enough to play forever. Maybe the music has a backstory (laughs) or something. A metaphor for Soviet life or something. (laughs) I mean, Every time we build, it is destroyed. (laughs) I I suppose one of the key differences between Tetris and... Uh, and Bridge Builder, and if you accept that Tetris is a puzzle game, Bridge Builder is certainly a puzzle game. It might as well be, you know, on the back of a newspaper, drawing lines and trying to work out a bridge. Um, is that uh, is that Bridge Builder? Tetris keeps you going. There is no time to think about anything else. When you start a game of Tetris, it just happens. Whereas Bridge Builder, there's a lot of just pause, not doing anything, thinking about where to place the next thing, how to build in that respect. Yeah, you just get sucked into Tetris. You don't have to think about a story. Mm. Whereas you want something in Bridge Builder that fills in the gaps, that keeps me going back to it. Because otherwise you can walk away and go, I don't care about this bridge. You know, the train can go into the ditch for all I care. You want to know, Harry Potter's got to get to that university (laughs) because the flying bit of the train is out, it's not working, and probably have to license that story. It costs too (laughs) much money. We need a new wizard story. I don't know. Um, Emily... Yes. You seem you sound like it sounds like you've not really got on with building games this Oh week. no, that's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> well, t- let's take the positives out of yeah. each game for you then. No, um Tetris really like um and it's like puzzle solving, it's like doing Sudoku, it's like doing crossword or doing uh, running through a maze. It's the same kind of the basic game I think you can really uh tap into people getting a, a bit obsessed by it and it's a good thing. I is like it, is I it like a waste Tetris. of time. There's a statistic that if okay. you play half an hour of Tetris every day for three months, you improve your mental capacity. Really? Yeah. Okay, so it's not a waste of time. No. Assuming you buy these statistics which have been commissioned <laughs> by the Tetris board and, uh, and things like that. But Haji referred to it, you know, she said it destroyed time on, 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 the, uh, on the train, right? So, yeah. So do we want... Oh, we're all getting older. <laughs> no offence. Um, what are um, you going to do on the train? Read a Dan Brown book instead or something? Oh, there are oh, other no. books are available. <laughs> 
And you know, you maybe, um, yeah. maybe you create something, maybe you can build something. And Tetris, if it's Take, your own... Yeah, taking Lego onto the tube, though, wouldn't quite be the, as convenient, would it? Too far, too wacky. Bridge, too but soon. I really enjoyed Bridge Builder, even though I was rubbish at it. Um, I, I found it quite sexy. I would definitely go on a date with anyone who's <laughs> But you know what I mean. Whereas <laughs> Minecraft... I'm, I don't didn't really get it. I I think maybe it's the indie thing. Wait, bridge builder is sexy. Yeah. We have to. <laughs> what is it? Is it? Knowledge is power, Steve. I see. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Talking of sexy, <laughs> David, uh, how did how did you get on this week? Not as much fun as I thought it would be. Really? I thought I'd like to build things, but I didn't. Mm. I didn't like building anything. Except blocks in Tetris. Right. Okay. Only from this. But you do like building. Uh, do you like building things in real life? Nope. No. <laughs> so why did you think that you would in the, in the virtual space? Because I like SimCity. I oh. like building up the idea of just conjuring up worlds of some sort. Right, okay. So what's the dif- that's the second time that's come up, and brought that up mm. as well. What's the difference between... Why is building in SimCity satisfying something in you all that these games aren't? There's a level of abstraction, I guess, in SimCity that you're not building a house, you're, like, zoning... You're right. for someone else to build things in, so there is sort of a difference in terms of the scale you're building on, I guess. That, is that part of it? I, don't, I was thinking there's something of the unknown in SimCity. Like you, start to, uh, you, you, you start to build quarters in SimCity and zones, whatever, and you don't know if anyone's going to show up, and actually a lot of them don't. Uh, but then there's something kind of out of your control. It's, it's, uh, I don't know why that's compelling. I don't know. It's just, it's just not, it's not an empty world. There's some kind of other in it, some other kind of un an unknown that you are having to kind of grapple with in, in, in some way and, and, and influence. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like Dwarf Fortress. I don't, don't want to go off on Dwarf Fortress, but for <laughs> Dwarf Fortress to Minecraft, because right. it is that air of not chaos, just the, the unknown, I guess. I, I, I wonder whether it's the scale of SimCity that makes the creation, the building in that just so overwhelming that ultimately. Bridge building is something that it does. It does basically remind you of physics lessons, you know, yeah. bridging a gap between two desks, and um, that the scale of SimCity. It's it's not physically real necessarily, yeah. although you can pretend it is. And yeah, like you say, zoning, and maybe this is how a, a city would. But basically, yeah. you're doing something. The game is empowering you to do something that you would never get a chance to do normally. Yeah, I guess it's like an emotional involvement in say SimCity. Mm. You know, because you get emo- you know you have ideas about about an, an environment, you know, places to live. You know, you you're going to build a quarter on, on the on the beach. You put a library there, and, yeah. and so on. Um, a lot of these games didn't really have that at all. There is something aesthetic about it as well, isn't there? And like Emily was saying, that people on forums that talk about how uh, you know they'd like to build a bridge uh, that's beautiful. But here, the first challenge is just making one that's functional yeah. at all, and you don't really get a chance to indulge that aesthetic until you've become quite competent at the game, mm-hmm. which is more difficult than it is in SimCity, yeah. when you can just build a condo on the yeah. side of the, on, on a beach, and it'll yeah, be good. Anne? I think what you just said is entirely uh, sums up my experience. Like, with Tetris, <laughs> so congratulations, um, with Tetris you're right in there and you can play it immediately and you know exactly what you're doing. You don't have to really build up your skill. Um, like, for, You don't have to build up your skill to be able to play it, whereas with uh, Bridge Builder and with Minecraft you have to actually figure out what you're doing and how is that going to work and where am I going to put that and that and that. And you actually have to get skills from scratch and I left school years ago (laughs) and I'm kind of done with that so you felt you were being um, 
instructed too much and not given a chance to build. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I was too free. I wanted to be helped along a little bit that's, more. That's the opposite thing. That's like wanting to be back at school. No way. Because no, that's no, what no, teachers it... do. They tell you what to build, whereas no, real life but, is. No, but I had to. Oh yeah, maybe I don't. Maybe I do want to be back at school. Oh rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Interesting. Uh, we have um, two minutes left for the whole of No Continues. Uh, our brave experiment in video game book club radio. How do you all think it's gone? As the only ones left standing. <laughs> it's sad, though. Always, other people died, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was inevitable in the course of a show that this uh, this much at the front. Uh, do you I think have really enjoyed it because I don't play a lot of video games, or if I do want to, I'm not entirely sure what game I should play. So, kind of like that, I've had a brief each week and. I think my favourite of all the games has been Knit Stories. Really? Yeah, okay. I loved it. Um, so it's taught you something? Yeah, in, def- yeah it really episode. has. Has, has uh, this, this six weeks taught you anything, Anne? Uh, where to get games for free, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. Um, the only thing I think maybe um, which I, I enjoyed personally, uh, but perhaps we didn't share enough, is um, all the people writing in and tweeting and emailing. I don't think we... I think we maybe could have incorporated that a bit better, but we mm. totally do appreciate it. We Thank have had you. a lot of positive feedback um, uh, about the show. Yeah. Uh, often being critical of normal One Life Left as well. <laughs> so those people will be very, very sad to find out that One Life Left is coming back um, very soon. Um, maybe uh, No Continues has um, a bigger picture to it, because Emily... We've just been tweeted. Charlie Miller says, "Single, twenty-seven-year-old male, competent at bridge, be- bridge builder, seek similar." So, who knows where this is going to go? Okay, um, you have been listening to No Continues with the No Continues team. Hi. What's bye? And uh, me, Steve Curran. And me, Anne Canterbury. We hope to see you very, very, very soon. Until then, goodbye. See you. Bye. <laughs>